Yeah, and this take um, of Joni, which is a older composition of mine uh, that we originally recorded on the Trio Live album, always had a, something like a morning vibe to me. We, we did other takes of this song. No, we didn't actually. This is only, a f yeah, we, this is the first take. Um, for the Ascent record, we, for the session, I mean, we recorded so many songs and I like that. I like to have the choice afterwards to, to really see after the recording session what the, the album wants to be or what I want the album to be like. So I always, in the past years, I have been recording more material than I want to release and then see what, what, yeah, how I can form the album. So after I found, um, found, found, a, found a, uh, an order for Ascend or a collection of pieces, I felt like, ah, there's some more that I really would like to release. And this is why we decided to release another EP with uh, four more tracks from the recording session with my trio and Nelson Veras. So this is an older piece and it's dedicated obviously to Joni Mitchell um, and uh, when I wrote this melody I felt like I liked the childlike quality of the melody um, the the thing that's written in the in the bass or in the, in the left hand of the piano uh, here on the sheet is um, something that reminded me of Joni also. And also I like the vibe of um, the quartet somehow discovering the piece. We didn't really have um, I think that's actually one of the suggestions I had when we played this. Let's try to discover the piece, which was easy for Nelson because <laughs> I think he didn't know it really. I mean, we've been playing this song for a long time and I just gave it to Nelson before the session. It's three tonalities, major tonalities, E, G and E flat. And then we, you uh, morph into a um, fourth tonality, which is a minor chord, A minor, which we're in right now, which is has been borrowing borrowing uh, a bass groove from an older piece called Desire of mine. Desire. And I usually, and also in this piece, there's a, a, a hint and a um, callback to another piece of mine called Terra. I like to do that quite often too. Put some links or to to older pieces of mine into a song. So it's the A minor tonality again. And back to the top. Oh no. Back to the top now. <laughs> now this is something that we have been doing with the trio also in the past years borrowing this uh, rhythmic figure from the last vamp, the A minor vamp from the, from the end of the piece, and then take that further into the, through, through, through the other 
chords of the piece. Now I'm hinting Stubborn, which is another piece of mine. It's so great to play melodies together with Nelson in unison. I just love the sound of piano and, and acoustic guitar to, together. That's the little section from Terra. piano intro of the last four bars of this of the form of medipack i repeat them until we go into the go to the top of the uh, form medipack is a song that i wrote when um, i kind of had a yeah it was kind of um, how do you call it burnt out a little bit actually i was sick uh, it, during the fall of what was it 2018. Um, I was working so much, touring a lot and, and teaching and of course family, that at some point I just, uh, yeah, my, my body said stop it. Um, so I, I was sick during a very stressful time. So I was lying in bed and couldn't really do anything. And at some point, after two days, um, I I went for staff paper and, uh, and a pen and felt like, yeah, I want to just do something creatively or just do something. Let's try to write a song. So I wrote a song that, um, yeah, I'd like to do that actually quite often, write a, write a song without being at the piano, just with pen and paper. And this song helped me to recover, actually. Um, Through the act of doing something creative, I kind of uh, gained my power <laughs> back. Uh, and this made me think of, you know, me and the guys from the trio, Robert and Jonas, they, we like to play video games a lot. And um, Medipack is obviously a term that is uh, quite well known for gamers because it helps you regain your uh, health in battle. <laughs> Um, so I th thought that was a fitting, um, fitting title, and um, yeah, actually the coda um, to me felt like a, a bar, something that is filling up, um, something that is regaining its strength. You'll hear it when we when we get there. So I just talked through one of the great solos by Robert, I'm sorry. But, yeah, you can listen to the record. <laughs> and it's also nice, you know, there's a lot of complicated songs on on Ascend and also, yeah, I mean, the next song on this EP is also quite complicated, but this is just more like a lead sheet type of song. 20 bar form. 
when we played live, this was also a nice contrast between the other, the other pieces. We also played this with Jorge Rossi, actually, live. Uh, with the trio, Jorge Rossi on Vibes. He also did a great job at playing the song. Actually, I thought, when I wrote it, I thought a little bit about Jorge's uh, quintet with uh, Al Foster and Peter Bernstein, Doug Weiss and Mark Turner. I thought, <laughs> actually thought, yeah, how would, would it sound if they, those guys played the song? And Jorge, I think you could see the connection. I love the way there's some comps behind me. Yeah, back to the melody. So I recorded also recorded this song with uh, Billy Hart together. It's, it's, it's great how he approached it. And now we're we're uh, working towards the coda. And this is what I was talking about before. Something that is rising. and uplifting. Yeah, and this figure is kind of displaced, so it's sometimes hard to really get the uh, bass figure at the right time. We're, we were struggling with this uh, a little bit, but we managed. I think this is the last time until we head out. Elevate was originally written for a live date of my um, concert series Pablo Head Meets in Cologne, where I invited Robert Stillman, Jorge Rossi and Matthias Pichler to play with me. And this is one of the songs I wrote for them to play with me. I wanted to have something easy, but turned out not so easy, but uh, they did a great job of uh, playing that song. But after that concert, I kind of um, kept on working on that song, kept on adding things, changing the melody, changing uh, certain parts. Wasn't really uh, totally satisfied with it. And I uh, kept on working on, until the recording session came nearer. And then uh, we kind of, yeah, we had a little tour before the recording session actually and we already played it there.
This is the last section before we move into an, an open uh, E minor section where, where the blowing starts. So here, it's not really set who is going to solo or how long the solo is going to be. I think what we ended up doing is trading a little bit over the form or just uh, not playing over the whole form. This, the, whole, the form, however, is set, you know, and it always keeps on rotating, always keeps on repeating, but it isn't set where we kind of yeah, leave space for the other guy to, to play. So I'm wondering now what's going to happen. Yeah, Robert is uh, sticking to the, that March-like quarter note um, feel that has also uh, led us into this song. Which I always like when, when we as players um, my, oh, we're moving to the next section. I like when we stick to uh, or use the compositional material as a springboard for improvisation and keep reintroducing it also during the solo. It kind of reminds you about the song you're playing. I think Nelson is taking over. D-flat minor here, but I love the <laughs> what Nelson and the guys are playing is, you know, it's related to D-flat minor, but it's reaching somewhere else. I like that. And I think, yeah, now I'm taking over from Nelson. Could have left him a little bit more space here. In that moment, I actually thought, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take over, and then he's gonna take over again. But I think he doesn't do it. I guess that's a lesson, lesson to be learned. I mean, you can't really predict how things are gonna happen or how somebody else perceives a certain action. We're back into the top of the form. into the melody. So Descent, the, the name of uh, the EP, and the name of this next song was actually uh, a 
compos uh, an improvisation that happened during one of our trio concerts. It was a concert at uh, Alte Oper in Frankfurt. And I usually record the concerts, um, most of them at least. And I recorded this one. So there was a moment when um, Robert and Jonas were um, yeah, more into playing sounds and uh, textures. And I played around with, with an idea that I had in that moment. And when I listened to it then and also in that moment, it felt like, oh, this is, this is nice what's happening here. Um, so I, I listened back and I felt like this, is, this, could, be, this could be more than just <laughs> that moment. Uh, whenever I improvise, I try obviously to, to play something that is as, um, how, how should I say it? Um, yeah, I, I try to improvise in a compositional manner. So um, this is always the goal for me to to play something that um, sounds composed, maybe, uh, or has the quality of something that could be a composition. So when I listened back, I felt like, okay, I don't know, I, maybe I have to follow something here. So uh, I transcribed this comp uh, this improvisation which uh, I rarely do so or maybe I've never done it like that so I transcribed this improvisation and I thought maybe for this audio commentary it might be a good idea to listen to the original recording from the trio gig at in Frankfurt so here we go so what I've just talked about before is the, the compositional quality of something that is improvised. Maybe it comes from, uh, from me sticking to one thing, which is playing, I think, octaves in the left hand and sixths in the right hand. wasn't a sixth <laughs> and that was the third but you know you get the idea I mean it's two notes in the right hand at that time I had been listening to um, Henry Threadgill a lot and I was really really inspired by his music and I think thought of him a little bit in that moment Sometimes thinking of somebody can give you a inspiration to go to a certain place that you wouldn't maybe normally end up in. This was just a tiny moment in, in inside of a um, yeah maybe hour long set or something, and uh, um, I remembered it after the concert even that that there was a moment like this where, where I, yeah I want to go back and listen to that and how see how that sounded and how because sometimes it's for us musicians it's sometimes hard to get those two feelings in sync of um, the feeling of how it sounds, how it feels to you in the moment when you play it, uh, 
and how it sounds afterwards when you listen back. You know, there might be moments where you feel like, oh, this was great. And <laughs> it sounds so bad for you afterwards when you listen to it. It sounds like somebody's too full of himself, you know, enjoying himself too much and totally missing the point of what is actually happening in the music. Or uh, you might be judging it and saying, this is so shitty. I, I, I'm playing all the wrong stuff and, I, you know, I'm so bad. <laughs> um, and then you listen back to it and you feel like it's it's okay. It's it's maybe not your best or whatever. It's not what you aspire to in that moment, but there's totally stuff that has potential inside of there. So this is one of the reasons why I record our shows and, you know, whenever I play, uh, quite often, uh, because I want to get those feelings more in sync. So when I'm in the in the moment and um, I'm experiencing a moment where I'm maybe judging myself too much, I, I can go like, maybe I can ease myself and tell my, my, myself to, to chill out and say, it's, it's going to be okay. Don't judge it in the moment. Just make the best out of the situation. So anyways, um, I went back and listened to it and then I decided I need to transcribe this and see where this leads me. Maybe this leads me into something completely different or this is a song. So it was kind of hard to um, to see how I would write it down because I, I approached it as, um, you know, I always transcribe songs by other people, learning about their music and, and trying to incorporate what, what I can get from um, getting to know their compositions. Um, so I'm trying to get as close to how I think they wrote it down, which, which of course, here is a sim uh, uh, not similar situation, but a, a different situation because it's not written down. It's It was improvised. So um, I'm, uh, I tried to, to make it as clear as possible so I could um, give this to somebody else, meaning my trio guys and Nelson, and make them play it and it, uh, so it, it sounds as close to what I played there. And when I transcribed it, there were certain notes where I felt like, okay, maybe I should change this. And I didn't feel bad about doing that um, because, you know, who cares? I mean, <laughs> I, I improvised this in the moment. It does mean that I can change a little bit here and there and tweak certain things that I don't like. So I did that uh, a little bit, but... Um, more or less, I, I stayed true to what happened um, in that moment. So uh, when it came to the recording session, I, I gave the guys the sheet music to this, already telling Robert and Jonas to, yeah, maybe do what you feel. And uh, tr throughout the recording process, it actually went into a kind of a different situation than I envisioned it to be. But basically, Nelson and me play what I played uh, during the during that improvisation uh, and we play it um, I don't know if we even played it to a click or something but I think we played it in duo first and then um, Jonas did and, and then uh, Robert and Jonas played on top of that so and then afterwards even we had our uh, engineer um, Oliver Bergner who who's yeah, a great, great uh, sound engineer. When we mixed the record, um, 
we were doing a lot of things uh, sonically to other pieces, uh, post-production stuff that I, you know, I already talked about in the audio commentary to Ascend. So um, we felt like on this song we could do something else also. So he uh, changed the sound of the piano and uh, the the guitar, and also right be before we. Uh, yeah, we settled on a take of me and Nelson playing that uh, written out stuff. We decided that Robert is going to be soloing over this. Um, and this is what you'll hear now. So let's go uh, and listen to the final track of Descent. And I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the sound that Oliver Bergner uh, went for, for the piano and the guitar, um, distortion or whatever he did always <laughs> sounds like a new instrument to me and uh, it reminds me a little bit of the Miss Marple soundtracks somehow, I don't know why but and I love the little uh, um, situation we created for Robert to shine um, just plays an incredible solo on there, I think maybe just did one take and I think also in the post-production stage we decided that we don't want to use the, the drums because they would took away uh, attention from from Robert Robert soloing so we so we took it away but you can still hear a little bit of drums uh, coming from uh, Robert's bass mics and yeah that's it actually 